Hey everyone and welcome to our Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. Today we'll be back in the trenches with big offensive tackle from Maryland, Jalen Duncan. But before we get there, make sure you check out yesterday's Wednesday special with John Pont. Right now, a member of the Indiana Strength and Conditioning staff, John has been both a coach and a recruiting coordinator working with names like Bobby Bowden. No matter what part of football you are in, there will be something for you in that podcast. Continue to get this podcast pushed up the charts. Like, subscribe, and share. Find me on Twitter at RightStepADV to leave me thoughts, comments, and interact. RSAFootball.com if you are not a social media buff. Lots going on in the football world at this point, and college and season scouts are feeling good about starting to finish some of their reports. Of course, there are never truly done. Work those all the way up through the draft, but having six games of film and a school visitor or two in the books gets them a little bit closer. All-Star games are starting to make announcements, and player are, players are narrowing in on agents. It is a fun time in the college season, but Back to why we were, are on here today to talk about Jalen. So, who is Jalen Duncan? Well, a four-star recruit from almost everyone out there. One service had him as the number 45 overall prospect in their top 300. Out of New Carrollton, Maryland. Attended St. Francis Academy there. Was a little bit of a late bloomer starting with football, but uh, had, had years under his belt before he got into the recruiting process. Obviously, with four stars and a top 50 rating, there was no shortage of offers. 14 total with schools like Penn State, Ohio State, Florida, Kentucky, and Michigan all in the mix. He ultimately decided to stay close to home, however, committed to the Terrapins in June of 2017, just before the start of his senior year. Goes through that, heads to campus 2018, and went ahead and took a developmental redshirt to start. That was followed by 11 starts as a redshirt freshman in 2019, playing in all 12 games. With 2020 cut short by COVID, Jalen started all five games the team had, but was back to a full season in 2021 where he started 11 of 13 games at left offensive tackle, a spot he was throughout his career. So far in 2022, started all six games, been a name that's been in, uh, mentioned in top rounds, possibly one of the top tackles in the draft. Will he be? Well, we'll talk about it as his report goes. Checking in at about 6'5 half, checks the box there. The surprising number for this guy, under 300 pounds. He was actually slightly under 290 at the spring day for these uh, guys hoping to be part of the 2023 draft. That is going to be a major focus point for scouts as the season goes and through the process. Weight progression, weight management. Scouts will ask questions like, can he maintain? Can he grow? Does he struggle to eat? How are, his, or how are his habits? He was listed at 301 pounds coming out of high school, so there's certainly going to be a year-by-year -year weight progression discussion for this player. Teams you know, may ultimately be okay with 290. They may want him at 310. The question is going to be how disciplined is this player and does he know what it's going to take to manage that weight at the next level. So, with the weight questions out there, uh, the speed is not a question. Expected to run in the low fives. He may be flirting with that 5.00 time in the 40. 33 and a quarter inch arms are just long enough to stay in the tackle conversation. Put it all together, you have an offensive line with a few questions to answer as the process goes in terms of his height, weight, and speed. So let's get to the player. First off, his strength. 
first thing that jumps out is his athleticism. This is a very good athlete. Very good quickness from his stance, working laterally in the run game. Smooth, he can bend, he can change direction. This guy is just an easy mover. Has good pass set, can match and mirror on the edge. He's going to be scheme versatile because he can move. Again, there's going to be a spot to put this guy that you were going to like him getting out, moving, blocking in the run game. In the pass game, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But again, the athlete is uh, is very good. It's going to be it's going to be one of the better ones you see in this draft as far as the offensive tackles go. The other strength is his experience. This is a guy that's going to end up being a four-year starter, has seen some of the top rushers. Again, playing in the Big Ten, he's going to see a good rusher almost every week. Some teams will throw two at him. He's going to be experienced, should have no issues with the transition to the NFL level of competition. Obviously, is a tick or two up, but he's going to have plenty of starts under his belt that he's going to lean on. On the flip side, maybe some limitations, some weaknesses. One of them is his anchor. Again, you maybe chalk it up to the low weight, something that what you know we said will have to be answered. He can get walked back a little bit on the edge versus power rushers. He does struggle to sit down and reset to hold the pocket. Again, is it a weight issue? Is it a lower body strength issue? Whatever that issue is, it you know, does show up on film a little bit. He tries to combat that. And again, along with that anchor, that overall strength. Um, has lack of strength versus the inside move on the edge, lack of strength in the downhill run game, has a little more finesse to his game than grit, um, does not consistently to show the edge, not locking up, not moving guys. Again, the athlete stands out more than anything else, but uh, the overall strength still looks like it is developing. Again, that's going to be one of the things that we talk about with this player, the development, where is he ultimately going to go, weight, all these kinds of things are the questions for him. So, what else do we see? Obviously, left aligns at left offensive tackle. A very good athlete. Smoothness and initial quickness really jump out on film. He can really overtake defenders' gap to almost two gaps inside and outside. Operates in space and at the second level very well. Just a very easy mover. Good twitch, good bend. Um, again, it just really stands out You know how well, how easily this guy moves and gets to position. I would call him an average strength player with his hands on. Not a road grader, a guy that just wants to lock up and control more of a finesse blocker that will mirror match seal lanes again you that's just fine um, he's not backing down from anything so being a finesse blocker is okay he can get to defenders wherever they are and is going to be able to close those gaps in space good vertical set knows he is light and his anchor will sometimes invite that long edge to avoid having to sit down versus a power rusher when those guys want to go speed to power it's got the ability to mirror, match on the edge, control finesse rushers, use his hands to reset. Just a sufficient guy versus the inside move on the outside where we talked about that lack of inside strength with the hip inside hand does show up some. He does have the athleticism to slide back inside and mirror, but again, that's where lack of power gets knocked back a little bit more than you want. Uh, again, just the overall strength in his game is got to improve. It's going to be a focus point. Again, you start talking about the weight progression. You talk about what he's done in the off seasons there. All of these are going to be questions that he has to answer through the process. A guy that has enough of the athleticism and length to operate at left offensive tackle in my mind, but does look like he could end up being a four position guy with right tackle or either guard in the future. Again, this guy looks like he's got a thick lower half, thick calves, thick ankles, looks a little bit more guard-like 
but those weaknesses that we talked about at tackle are going to even be more exposed down inside. So if you can keep this guy at tackle, continue to develop in there, he's got the athleticism to do it. Um, I think that's where teams will want to keep him. Either way, it's a good player that has a good future. So who are my player comparisons? First one really jumped out to me right away. I thought this guy reminded me a lot of Nicholas pettit Ferrer, the Ohio State tackle. Nick was a third-round pick of the Titans in the 2022 draft. Nick had played on both the left and right sides in college for the Buckeyes. Both guys, again, some of the body types, similar lower half, big calves, bigger ankles, thick thick through his thighs, um, but still had the athleticism to be scheme versatile and stay at tackle. Nicholas was a highly thought of guy that slid a little bit in the 2022 draft. And I think the biggest part of that was it was a deep offensive tackle class. Um, is that going to be the case for Jalen? Um, again, I think we'll talk about that in a little bit more bit more in a bit, but two guys that I thought are fairly similar. The other one going back a couple years is Halapolo Voti Vitae. We'll see if I said that name right. Of course, Vitae, fifth round pick the Eagles out of TCU. Vitae was kind of drafted and thought he was always going to be kind of the future next offensive tackle for the Eagles. Played a bunch of snaps there for both Jason Peters and Lane Johnson, but just ultimately never found his spot. Um, of course, Jordan Mailata ascends as a left offensive tackle and uh, just never really found a spot. His niche in Philly played all over the place. Now a guard for the Lions, continuing to find his long-term place. But again, when you start talking about maybe a lack of strength, but the good athleticism, the movement ability, just the strength deficiencies go along with them. Uh, coming through the process, Vitae, you know, had a lot of questions. Jalen maybe has answered a few more with the number of starts he's had. A little bit better pedigree, a little bit cleaner left offensive tackle than uh, Vitae was. So those are my two com player comparisons. So where do I ultimately see Jalen Duncan in the NFL? As it always goes, the strength of a position in a given year will move a few guys up and down the board a little bit, especially with those teams that have big needs um, at a position, have to go and address them early. Couldn't You couldn't make the argument that uh, Pettit Ferrer moves up around if he you know, stuck around, stayed for the 2023 draft. Again, that's a lot of conjecture. Teams should ultimately draft guys based on their round grades, not reach for guys just because of a need but it's always going to happen regardless of the draft so for me i think this guy is a second round pick now there may be answers to the weight questions that could slide this player back a little bit again that's always a concern when you see the weight go from 301 down to 288 during a junior day um, again but this you know th that question will ultimately answer where he's going to go i think this is a starting level tackle either way that's going to show over the years that he's gotten stronger he's always going to have the athleticism to play there's going to be developmental um, traits there so i think the second round is a good thought for him um, I think about back to the, when the Falcons made the trade for Caleb McGarry. I was in the draft room for it. Coming back into the first round to grab a right offensive tackle. Um, again, Caleb was probably a top of the second round type grade. But, you know, as we were looking at the draft board, as Thomas was looking at the draft board, there was a really big drop off after Caleb. We were looking to get a starting right offensive tackle. So, again, was Caleb overdrafted? 
you can make the argument he's also been a starter in the NFL. If you can draft a starter, it doesn't matter where you draft them at, you draft those players. I think that's going to be the type of conversation there is with Jalen. Is there anybody else behind him? Where does he ultimately slot? This is a starter. At minimum, you are getting a swing tackle that could probably back up four spots. And if the developmental development continues, you've got a guy that's going to be starting somewhere for a while. So the weight, along with the rest of his character profile, will tell scouts how much more development will actually happen with this guy. And of course, that will ultimately um, be what dictates where he falls in the draft. The character plus the on-field talent is always going to be where the final grade goes. So Jalen, show those developmental traits still, kill the process, keep working up in the draft, get a Terrapin back to day one. So that does it for Jalen Duncan. Like, like, uh, uh, sorry, well, like the podcast, great, tell a friend, don't like it, jump on Twitter, yell at me, tell me how wrong I am. Either way, let me know what you think and then finish by telling me who you want to hear next. We will be back next week with two more players. You can count on more weekend thoughts on football on Twitter as I watch college and NFL games. The time of the year when separation will start to happen, both at the NFL and college level. So don't just watch the games. Read between the lines. Think about the big picture of the season. And as always, keep scouting.